0: and if i had to sell someone out of all these guys we're talking about i feel like somebody like i love dominic Solanke, right and yes bournemouth may have a double in the future you don't know but i feel like he's still a striker playing for bournemouth right and i think uh yes home to forest sounds like a really good fixture but i don't think this forest is as bad as steve cooper's forest like i think Nuno's forest is a bit more solid a bit a bit harder to break down uh, it yeah. wasn't like as if uh, Arsenal dominated them per se, and, you know, 2-1 two, two is a fairly decent scoreline. So,
1: I think... Yeah, and I, and I think um, a lot of the, uh, uh, both Arsenal's goals were kind of gifted to them.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the FPL Banger Show. My name is Siva. I'm joined by Sam. Game Week 24 preview, Sam. Doubles confirmed. Blanks confirmed. Exciting times. How, how pumped are you?
1: I'm pumped, man. I used my wild wildcard few weeks back. It hasn't turned out. But I did it all in mind with the doubles. And now it's finally happening. So, bring it
0: on. Yeah. We won't t- spend too much time dwelling on our teams. We won't... Uh, no self-pity. Even though you had matis near first bench. I had Foden first bench. Um... What's that? Combine thirty-seven points on the bench, we, but you know we, we got good squads. Is what it is, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd rather have them on your bench
0: than not have them at all.
1: Maybe <laughs> I don't know, but I'm I'm happy I have Kunya. Like I had him for quite some time, and I I texted you after last week's podcast. Like, oh, I forgot to mention Kunya. He's such a good player, so consistent. And then he scored a hat trick, so that was good. Not good that he's on
0: my bench, but it is what it is. I've always wondered, like Matheus Cunha is in the Brazil squad. And I've always wondered, like, how, why is there a Wolves player in the Brazil squad? But, um, maybe, maybe well, something I mean, didn't see. You know, maybe you s- yeah. saw things that I didn't see.
1: No, Cunha has been so consistent, actually. Like, um, I think he's blanked. Three times in the past, I don't know how many game weeks, man. He's he's just so consistent, is but usually it's a five pointer, you know, one assist kind of thing. I didn't expect him to score a hat trick,
0: oh, <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, yeah. But that, I think that leads nicely in because let's talk about Mattis a bit and just sort of because he's got he's one of those guys who it feel like he's gonna get lost in the shuffle now because no doubles uh-huh. for Wolves, they don't play in 29. So it's the kind of player who no one's going to bring in. But then you look at the fixtures, right? We've got them on the screen right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ben Krellin, obviously. We we will steal his work happily. Uh, They play Brentford, Sheffield United, Fulham in the next six. And especially that game week 26 against Sheffield United, right? At home. Banker for Wolves. But nobody's going to have this guy. So is this one of those players who... I don't know. Do you wildcard for? Do you start thinking about good single game week players to have? Or is... Your focus, just you know, tunnel vision. I only want double gaming players, nothing else. Ah, oh, it's so tough. I think, um,
1: but I think what Kunia has going for him is that it's cheap. He's five point seven right now, really cheap, and he's guaranteed to play in twenty six with good fixtures. So it remains to be seen. But I think the thing that is putting people off is that there are other forward forwards who who, you know who've doubled. You got Darwin, you want Haaland. You got Solanke who I think most people are now I don't know if you trusted him out last week, but most people want Solanke back in because it's gonna have a double in twenty eight. And it's a good double as well. Sheffield and Luton both at home. So there are not many slots to fit in Konya, unfortunately.
0: But I think it's worthwhile exploring because I mean, I've listened to some other content this week, and I think everybody basically has sort of dismissed the idea of wildcarding this week and doesn't want to talk about it. You know, all the content creators have uh, one mind. They all think alike. But I'm open-minded. I think, like, I'm open to a wildcard in 24. I'll tell you why. You can see the screen, right? You've got doubles in 25, blanks in 26, uh, doubles in 27. Uh, a very bad blank in 29, which got worse, right? Because we lost Arsenal and Chelsea, um, basically. I mean, it's almost gone, that game, uh, unless Chelsea somehow lose to Leeds uh, in the FA Cup, which is unlikely. And if I just sort of go one slide ahead, and we've got here predicted doubles for 34 and 37. I, I don't like this, right? you got to think so hard. This is like work already. <laughs> and so you've got here predicted doubles for so 34 and 37 based on planet fpl and fpl team who sort of sat down and done this and as you can see in 34 the expected doubles are arsenal against wolves and chelsea and then it's palace nobody wants palace players now they suck uh everton same thing they suck and probably by then will be minus 20 points anyway uh, probably gone uh chef united nobody wants chef united players so that 34 double already just seems disgusting to me and then you go 37 <laughs> All the good teams are doubling. You know, Spurs double, City double, Liverpool double. I mean, and by 37, the league could be wrapped up. Uh, teams could be relegated. Uh, you know, players might be off on holidays with their wives or mistresses or whatnot. Yeah. I mean,
1: on uh, the beach,
0: they might be on the beach, on the beach. Uh, Tiago Silva's wife this week said, enough, enough. Is It's time for a change. Don't know what she was talking about. Could have been Poch. Could have been Thiago himself. I don't know. Could have been... They'll start playing juniors. Yeah. Trouble at home as well. Yeah. The the point is by 37... I'm not playing a chip in 37, man. Imagine trying to predict the starting 11 for one game, let alone two. So, I like the idea. And coming back to the... These are the fixtures we have. And we have a pretty good grasp of what's going to happen here between now and 29. I I don't mind playing chips now. Like, content creators who tell you you can't play chips now. Uh, don't don't listen to them. If you, if you want to do it, it, it works for your team. If you look at yours, like I look at my team now in twenty six, and I have like eight people blanking. I'm playing a chip. I, I ain't taking hits. You're gonna free, uh, I'm hit? You're a chip. Gonna
1: free hit at twenty six.
0: Almost certainly. Right now, I have mm. triple Spurs. This is just me. Uh, your team may vary, but I have triple yeah. Spurs. They blank. I got Cole Palmer. He blanks. I'm gonna bring in triple Liverpool. They blank. That's I don't know my match. seven players. I don't, you know, so yeah. I, I don't mind free-hitting you, you might get a... in,
1: like, Luton players, you know, Dottie maybe. So that's an extra blank. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm with you, Siva. I'm with you. I think holding the chips right until the end, 34, 30, gimmick 37, that's, that's, to me, that's way too late. And I think historically we've seen it before where at the end of the season it gets kind of unpredictable. So I'm with you. That's the reason why I activated my blank um my wild cut like a few weeks ago. And I think activating a wild cut in twenty-four is a valid strategy.
0: Of course, uh team caveats, if you need it and all that. So we can't we can't give like there is no one perfect strategy. And I think you'll see that from most content this week. Uh, some people say wildcard 27, some say 31, but every team's different. Uh if you're not that well set up for twenty-five doubles, which I think this twenty-five double is a really good double. Let's let's talk about it now because that's what's in front of us, right? Uh, Liverpool, Brentford, Luton, City, Chelsea, and Brentford. Uh, Luton play Man United, Liverpool, and Brentford play Liverpool and Man City. I think the City and Liverpool double is the best double we've had in a long time. Two of the best teams in the league, except for Arsenal, and you kind of know who's going to play for the most part. Yeah, barring one or two good players. And it's in a good time of the season where matches still count for something. They're chasing the title, so they've got to play their best team. Yeah, I, I completely
1: agree. I think this double, the fact that it has two of the, the best, FPL assets-wise at least, right? Like, um, you know, Liverpool assets do really well, City assets. So I'm really, really on board for targeting, you know, uh, Liverpool and City players for double gimmick 25.
0: Yeah, before we get into the specifics of which player we target, just a concept that I see a lot of people posting on Twitter and Reddit about how, you know, I look at wildcard teams and my team isn't that different. I, I Maybe just four or five players. That's that's the difference any week. We've all got the same team. So four or five players is kind of the difference between a green arrow and a red arrow. So I, I think uh, if, if my four or five players is KDB, Darwin and Jota and you're coming in with, I don't know, Watkins, Solanke, and Barkley, for example. I think it makes a pretty big difference.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And I'm... I don't know. I think... Historically, right? I feel... Correct me if I'm wrong, Siva. But I feel it's kind of rare for both City and Liverpool to double with good fixtures. Like, we've always... You know, held on like okay. We want a big double. We're going to bench post in that week and things like that. But it's really rare that that kind of the stars align in such a way where the two best attacking teams in the league both have double and both have good fixtures.
0: It's it's one of those rare opportunities. So I think maximizing this double feels like a good idea. Of course, the one big looming shadow is Salah, who has been seen in the you know in Melwood. He's been walking around the gym. <laughs> But we don't know. So, I mean, Klopp's press conference is one day after we record. So, we've got to leave that. If he says Salah's not fit, and it looks like probably not going to make it for 24. um, Let's discuss the other picks. Uh, Start off with City. So, easy, right? Haaland, Foden, KDB, right?
1: Yep. By the way, 25 is a whole one week after 24, right? So, maybe I, I don't think Salah will be fit for 24. But if there's news that he will be for 25, See my team, hundred percent. Uh but yeah, okay, going back to your question, City.
0: Haaland, KDB, Foden. Simple as that. How is Kdb worth the price? I think that's my big question here because he's a lot of money compared to say getting there's another midfielder who does seem to score for City, who's got two double two two double digit returns in the last five games. Uh I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. Phil uh, Foden. No, uh, I mean, no? I'm sure for another midfielder who plays for Man City. Two double-digit returns in the last four to five weeks. Uh, Champions League winning goal-scoring midfielder.
1: Are you talking about obviously... Rodri? Rodri? I am, I am, oh, I okay. am. okay, okay. Rodri's one of those picks, right? Like where no one wants to pick Rodri because we're all like, He's a DM. I'm not gonna pick a DM in FPL, but like you said, he tends to pop up with the odd goal here and there. So and he's nailed. Like if he's fit, he's nailed. City cannot play without him. They have no one who can do the job that he does. I still think though, Foden, KDB, Haaland is the way to go. And I would probably if yeah, I would probably move KDB on after the double, I think. Uh, Or, no, after 26, because City play 26, they want a few teams that do play 26, so you'll probably keep KDB on. 27 onwards, maybe I will move him on for someone
0: else. Yeah, I'm thinking probably by game week 30, Salah, and KDB sort of your route to Salah, I guess. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Although, I mean, still quite a leap in price. Um, Okay, so you're comfortable with Kev. I guess no defenders, right? We're just not sold on no. this defence. <laughs> I'm
1: not sold on City defenders at all. When's the last time they even kept a clean sheet, man?
0: God knows, man. God knows. Uh, but I'm sure I'm sure they'll, this will magically happen in the double. Uh, I mean, yeah, conceding against Brentford as well. And they could have conceded more goals there. Doesn't Doesn't seem worth the investment. Especially when none of their defenders have really attacking upside. Exactly, I think
1: the the upside you get from having KDB, Haaland, Foden, really outweighs the, you know, the potential
0: clean sheets from a city defender. All right, so let's uh, move on to Liverpool. Liverpool, um, again, is it pretty simple? Darwin Jota, Trent, or you've got something better for me? Uh ah, Darwin Jota,
1: Trent. If Salah comes back, though, if Klopp. You know, after twenty fours, after giving twenty four cup comes out in the press conference. Like, okay, Salah is fit, you know, he will come back twenty five, then that complicates things a bit. But right now, if Hala's still gonna be injured, Darwin Jota
0: trend. That's the top three. I think I'm comfortable if because especially for those of us who have Darwin Jota this week. I think a lot of people will. Uh transfers, hits, what have you, because it's it's Burnley this week. And I think If you were ever going to take a hit, I think Burnley home is a fair time to do it. Um, It's good that Liverpool lost against Arsenal because I think that sort of slows the momentum a bit. Like people may think, oh, maybe they're not the team to go for now, but it's Burnley, right? you got to go in. Yeah, yeah. Completely agree, I think. And maybe if Salah suddenly comes back, then you, I don't know, I guess you sell Trent and you get to Salah that way. I think, one option. Because as good as Trent has been, right? Uh, of course, still come back from injury. Looked very unfit against Arsenal. Had to come off early. And 8 million is a lot given they've run a fixtures after 26 with the blank 26 as well. Like, I feel like if you needed to, he's the one you can sacrifice to get Salah in. Yeah. Not 8. 8.5, which is actually
1: really, really expensive for a defender. I mean, there are midfielders and forwards below it. Who can maybe match Trent's um, points? You know, over a few weeks.
0: Yeah, it's fine when people were keeping clean sheets, but now that no one, have, no one in this league keeps a clean sheet except for Everton. Except Everton. <laughs> um, except Everton. Yeah. So, yeah, it does feel like a lot. So, Trent in one of those "don't buy, don't sell" kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, positions for now. he's like, if if you have
1: him of course he'll be a good asset, you know? He is a good asset, but the conversation around Trent is more, is he worth the price? Like, for 8.5, could you downgrade him to, say, I don't know, a a 4.5, a 5 mil defender? You save 3 mil, and that 3 mil can go elsewhere? Upgrade your midfield, maybe? Go up from, say, I don't know, 3 mil is like Bowen to Sun. you know? That's 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 where you at, and could
0: that actually be more beneficial, more better use of your funds? Yeah, uh, Sun, just back from uh, Asian Cup semi-final mm. defeat, fueled by rage and <laughs> good, good fixtures. I mean, to got nice fixtures. It's you mentioned a uh, cheap defender, so I think that's a good segue. Uh, mm. Alfie Doughty, right? So, yeah. <laughs> Doubters have been silenced, right? I mean, this this guy can't just keep scoring points every week. Surely we need to bring him in so this stops. No better <laughs> time than this week, right? <laughs> Sheffield United, easy, right? Now you know what. Not only do you need to bring him in, you gotta play him. Because
1: if you bring him and put him on your bench, he's still gonna keep, you know, returning. And the moment Man, speaking you from start person, him, <laughs> the moment you start him, that's when the points will dry up.
0: No, but I mean. We've got to we've got to speak about Luton, right? Because they've been amazing uh, since uh, whenever I think that, that defeat to Villa or whatever. They've just they've just turned it on. Like unlucky against Arsenal, unlucky against City, but since then flying, right? 4-0 against Brighton, 4-4 against Newcastle. I mean,
1: I, I said this in last week's podcast, you know? Luton will score. Now, will they hold on to actually get a win that's debatable, that's maybe even unlikely, but attacking-wise, they're doing really well. You know, they they have not failed to score for a really, really long time. And all their matches tend to be high scoring, you know. So 4-4 Newcastle, 4-0 Brighton. Okay, 1-1 Burnley. 2-3 Chelsea, 2-3 Sheffield. You know, there there are points to be had in there. And I think because, you know, it's Luton, so none of us really considered going to them but now that they have two doubles coming up double in 25 double in 28 yes you need to navigate their blank in 26 but if you can do that I think um, Dotty, I think Adebayo you know those are really good good um assets to have I think and they're cheap you know
0: yeah I see a lot I see a lot of people dismissing playing chips now or doing anything drastic now because they say it's Luton why, why do you need triple Luton why are you doing this but Objectively, right? So uh, they play in twenty great game this week. Twenty-four, it's the easiest apart from Liverpool Burnley. They play Chef right. United, very good. Twenty-five, yeah, the double's hard. United and Liverpool, but lost very narrowly to United the first time round, one 0 Drew against Liverpool, if you recall, and that's kind of when all this started, right? It was that draw against yeah. Liverpool. We all went in on Salah, and they, they 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 held them out. Twenty-six blank, sure. So chip dependent, team dependent, depends how you're setting up. But then twenty-eight. Crystal Palace and Bournemouth and Palace are all, all going you know falling apart right now Bournemouth's form also not not the best mm-hmm. and they might play Forest in 29 if it's subject to Forest losing to United in the FA Cup and Luton losing to Man City which is doable mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah I feel yeah I mean this this looks like a, a and the, the thing is they're cheap so once you're done with them you bench them like is 4.9 you can bench a 4.9 forward Barkley's four point nine. You can bet you four point nine, mate. Doughty's four point what four point eight, four point nine? You can bet you.
1: No, mid. no, but Doughty's like four point
0: six, maybe.
1: Yeah, four point six. Yeah. So even cheaper. Completely agree with you, Siva. I think um Luton SS have been overlooked. And and like I said earlier, you know, we look at the fixtures and we're like, okay, you know, it's a bad fixture for them. But they've shown that they can score. Now they might. They will probably still <laughs> lose the game, you know, um, against United against Liverpool. But they show that they will score at least, which is all you need from your assets. You don't need the NFL assets to actually win the game. You just need them
0: to score. Yeah, and I think the fact that the cheap makes squad planning. I mean, you've got and you you mentioned Alfie Doughty. We didn't even talk about the best defender that Luton have. Uh, United. Uh, Wonderkid, M- right? D- Ted and Mengi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. 2.9. Hey, okay, so United fan, tell me, is this not the second coming of Rio Ferdinand? <laughs> um, I mean, if you have the funds for it, Dotti,
1: you know, is miles ahead. I would say he's probably the best Luton asset to have. He hasn't blanked since Game Week 16, in which they played City, you know? Since then, you know, 18 he said clean sheets, he says goals, he said assists. The best, you know, I said to have. And I remember, Siva, to give credit to you, that you pointed out um, Dorothy on Twitter like, I don't know, ages ago? Like before. Gaming before, man. IP... But, yeah. <laughs> but, but, so.
0: but you, 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 you missed all the shots you don't take, and I never took the shot, but it's never too late now. It's, people still don't believe. So now I want to go all in. So you're telling me. Terran Mengi, 3.9, not good enough. Need to, I need to pay more for Doughty.
1: I mean, if you can afford it, Doughty, definitely. you know, Definitely go for Doughty, because not only clean sheets, which, to be fair, Luton don't really get many clean sheets, but attacking returns, which Mengi doesn't really give. But, yeah. if you need a 3.8, no, 3.9, 3.9 defender, you know, to, to fill in, because you want to bring in Salah, you want to bring Sun or whoever it is, then... Yeah, I have no qualms with that. I think in sub 4.0,
0: he's probably the, the best option to have. But yeah, yeah, you're gambling a bit on, you know, them actually getting the fixture in 29. But I think it's a it's an educated gamble, right? United beating Forrest in the cup, uh, City beating Luton in the cup, you get that fixture. And then it's a 3.9 defender who is your fifth sub for the rest of the season. This especially applies to wild carders, Like, if you're wildcarding, mm-hmm. like, Terem Rangi is your, your fifth uh, your fifth defenders. It seems like a really easy choice rather than putting cash there and then you, that cash is locked in, especially now as you use our last chip. Um, Adebayo or Barkley? I guess that's, uh, for me, for those who really want to know. I'm leaning Adebayo. Me too, me
1: too. I think Barkley... I don't know. Not really consistent. I guess I know everyone's looking at him because he scored big last week, you know, with 13 points against Newcastle. Before that, 6 points against Brighton. I don't know. Plays don't know. quite deep.
0: Uh, I think that's my issue. Yeah. Uh, I, I have been watching a bit of Luton and he plays, uh, he and Sambi Lakonga, so the guy from Arsenal, uh, they mm. play quite deep. He's got to do a lot of defensive work and um, I think we have a lot of good midfielders. I don't think we yeah. have a lot of good forwards. So I'm again more comfortable having a 4.9 forward who eventually can be a bench option.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah, there are a lot of options in midfield. You want De Bruyne, you want Jota, you want Foden, you got Palmer, you got maybe Richarlison. So, so many options. You got Saka. I know a lot of people still have Saka, Bowen. It's really hard to fit in a midfielder forwards. Again, I mean, we still do have a lot of options: Watkins, Haaland, Cunha, Darwin. But you could fit in an Adibayo, I think. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I think you're looking at less than ten options at forwards, uh, mm-hmm. unlike mids. Um, I guess that's that's Luton done. I, I mean, would you have Thomas Kaminski on a wildcard?
1: I mean, honestly, my plan to go in is to just have Dotty. I think Dotty's enough. Uh simply because I don't want to get rid of Haaland, I don't want to get rid of Darwin, I don't want to get rid of Kunia. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I think my second choice for luton SL would be Adebayo. That would be Barkley. And then
0: everyone else is a big step down, I-, I would say. Yeah. I mean keepers generally have been quite trash this year all around. So I guess you could have Kaminsky over Flecken, I guess. If if mm-hmm. that's your, your pick on wildcard. I I think Brentford have kept, what, three clean sheets all season? So, acceptable. Uh, let's let us move on. Uh, Brentford, right? So, Brentford, the fourth team that doubles in this double. And they have the worst double, right? Liverpool, Man City. So, and I think this kind of influences whether you play a chip or not. Because whether you play a chip depends on how much you buy into this double for Brentford. Because a lot of people have City players. A lot of people have Liverpool players. Some have Luton. Most people don't have Brentford. And is it worth getting any Brentford players for this double?
1: I would say only an attacking player because Liverpool and City have shown that they can, or will probably still concede. I don't think Brentford are going to win the games because I know a lot of people point to how Brentford performed last year, where in which they were sort of giant killers. I get, I guess you know, this year it's been a bit different. So I don't think they'll win the games, but I could see a goal. You know, I could see Liverpool conceding a goal, I could see City conceding a goal. So, I'm not opposed to having Tony, but that's about it, I think, for Brentford Assets. You're
0: not know, going to mention the best left back at 4.4 million, uh, former Reguon. United cult hero.
1: <laughs> Sergio Reguon.
0: Yeah, Sergio Reguon, who this week uh, outed himself as Michael Owen's uh, love child. <laughs> uh, on Twitter. Yeah,
1: I'm yeah. Um, if you are looking for a defender, I think Regulon the word is is that he is first choice. You know, he's hasn't exactly been starting every game because he just came in. But the consensus is that he will be first choice because they have no left back, basically.
0: Um, they have Aaron Hickey, but he's he's got to play right back to cover there. And then, yeah, so yeah. no Rico Henry. So the assumption is uh, Reguilon would start.
1: So... But then again, do you really want a defender against Liverpool and City for a double? I don't think there are much points there. I would much
0: rather go for someone else, I think. 4.4 is harder to justify than 3.9 for Mengi, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, uh, And and he's not like Doughty where he's on all the set pieces and he's just somehow finding assists every week. So yeah, a little trickier. But the good thing about Brentford players, of course, is doubled in 25, uh, guaranteed fixture in 29. Which you can't say to anybody 26. else, and, gar- and twenty six, and the guaranteed fixture in twenty nine is Burnley. I mean, that that would be the the money fixture that that week because that that week looks like a like a nightmare, right? Villa, West Ham, Burnley, Brentford, Spurs, Fulham are the only three confirmed fixtures, and we may only get four. So you probably say Burnley players are like a captaincy shot that week if you got Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, fair enough.
0: Okay. Let's a lot of polite stuff here. Let's uh, sort of deal with the main issues that people will have, and you probably won't have this issue, Sam, but I will. Uh, getting Darwin in this week—that's that's a that's a good move, right? Getting Darwin back in. We're not going yes. back on any words we said, right? Uh, I think
1: if Salah was back, that'll make the conversation a bit harder, right? Because the top assets to have for. the number one Liverpool asset to have is, will always be Salah if he's fit so without Salah it's you know Jota, Tran, Darwin right that's the top 3 but if Salah is back that complicates things because you gotta sacrifice someone I'm okay with having Darwin I have Darwin he, um, I mean he hasn't been returning for me for the past 2 weeks that I have him but I'm okay to have him you know and even if he doesn't start one of the, the games in the double I'm, I'm okay with him coming on as a sub, you know, late in the game when Liverpool are chasing or you know if they're winning and blah blah blah.
0: So yeah, I'm okay with Darwin for the double. I will say one thing in your favor is that um, Liverpool looked really bad without Darwin against Arsenal, mm-hmm. and maybe we didn't appreciate how important his general chaos, chaos <laughs> and yeah. That, that how important mentioned. that is to the
1: attacked. Darwin. yeah, chaos merchant.
0: Yeah. So it all seemed very pedestrian against Arsenal. So I think uh, very good chance of him playing all these games and even if Salah somehow miraculously recovers by tomorrow, I don't think he starts against Burnley. Uh, no reason to rush him straight back in after almost a month out. He probably gets only back in by 25. Uh, So yeah, Darwin, help me out though because I got to sell either Solanke or Watkins. So... Conventional wisdom says you have to sell, you can't sell Watkins after an eighteen-pointer. But he was playing against Chef United. Like everybody gets eighteen pointers against Chef United. <laughs> so for for me, Watkins plays Man United this week. All jokes aside, United starting to look like a decent team, right?
1: Don't give me false hopes, Siva. I'm scared to say it, but yeah, <laughs> United starting to look better. I would say in your position I would sell Watkins over Solanke because Solanke actually has a double coming up as well and me, Cor- see, you're getting the blinkers no but Kourmet Frank, he also plays 26 right yeah he does yeah so although not a good fixture I think they are playing City Newcastle in- I think uh, oh. yeah,
0: no, City, yeah, City.
1: City City right yeah. so not a good fixture but again could you see City winning 3-1 with a one Solanke goal yeah, I don't think it's out of the question. So... Yeah, it could be. I, I will I will keep Solanke.
0: Yeah. I, I think you have to... I think this is a tough season because you're going to have to sell good players to get other good players. Especially at the forward line where there's only three of them anyway. So I think uh, you, you, yeah. accept, you accept. And you know
1: what? I really like it because that means the template is not so defined because there's a lot of 50-50 choices that people have to make. You know, some people sold Solanke last week. Some people kept Solanke, Some people kept then Watkins instead of Solanke last week. Some people kept then Solanke instead of Watkins last week. So I I like all this kind of 50-50 decisions because that's what makes FPL interesting, right? When there's this very strong template, it gets boring, you know?
0: I, f- I felt that, yeah. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of sad that Haaland's already back because that captaincy now just becomes... I mean, you're going to have to have a fairly big pair of cojones this week if you're not captaining Haaland. Mm-hmm. Um, does that take us straight into captaincy, by the way? Or is it not even worth discussing now?
1: No, I mean, um yeah. If you have Haaland, you have to captain him, right? He played the full game last week. So, his fit. Listener. Yeah, yeah. There are. I don't know if you're if really ballsy. I guess you could captain other city players, the Brian Foden. But I don't know. <laughs> if you if you have Haaland you spend the money to get him. You take hits. You have made the sacrifices in your team to fit in a 14 million asset into your team. You have to captain him, right? And what's the point of having
0: him? Yeah, fair. Mm, I I think uh, can't argue against that I mean I've even if I do get Jota in it's more coverage rather Mm -hmm. than yeah Yeah, yeah. getting Jota and Darwin in because it's Burnley and then it's a double that seems fine but no captaincy I think we're back to where we are very boring
1: let me me ask you a question though Siva before before we end Mm. you're looking at triple captain for 25 am I right yeah, of course. For the double? Yeah. I think there is an argument to be have to bench boost instead if you have wall cut it. Because So what's your bench looking you, like? When yeah, that's the thing. So when you bench boost, you want a strong bench, right? And it's easy to get a strong bench when you do wall cut. And then after that you can slowly sell those bench options and get them to become cheaper you know, bench for this. right? Whereas yeah. if you're trying to do it with you know normal free transfers, it's quite hard to get a, a nice playing bench. So I think if you walk cut it, if you're well cutting this month, uh, this week, sorry, I think there is an argument to have to bench boost instead. You know, if you can really stack a thing, especially if you're gonna free hit in 26, you can really go triple Liverpool, triple City get all the good fixtures in, get, you know, Adebayo, get get Doughty, get,
0: you know... It's, it's tricky because I have looked at this and I agree with you because I see, uh, I think the template strategy now people are talking about is Bench Boost 37, but everybody's talking about wildcarding in 27 and 31, which is way off. So you mm-hmm. you really need a lot of things to go right for you to be able to actually properly Bench Boost. So and it I makes think sense it's, if you're wild not,
1: Yeah. And it's not efficient to carry high-value players on your bench for a long time, you know? Especially once Sun is back, once Salah is back, then you really can't. You you can't carry high-value players on your bench anymore. You probably need to get Fodders in if you want to fit all these players in your team. If you want Haaland, you want Salah, you want Sun, you don't have money to keep, you know, like a Gordon on your bench. 5.9, that's way too much to be on your bench.
0: So what you're saying is 25 is basically your last chance to, to bench boost in a double. Because after 25, all the big guys are back. I mean, Sun's already back now. Yeah, um,
1: that's what I'm saying, especially if you're wildcard. Because you can have a strong bench with your wildcard, bench boost in 25, and then slowly sell off those assets to you know make your team more efficient, I guess, after 25.
0: You realise also what you're saying is, effectively, that Triple Captain Solanke in 28 is better than Triple Captain Haaland in 25. (laughs) That feels like a bit of a leap.
1: I mean, you could, you know, Triple Captain Alfie Doughty in 28. You could hold your Triple Captain for the next big double game week, which will come, you know, 34, right? Nah, man. 37. Because, like you said, 37, 37, you know, a lot of things are going on. But at the same time, at the end of the season is when goals flow, right? Because teams kind of don't care as much as well. You get weird results like 4-4 and things like that.
0: True. But I feel like you're getting Haaland nailed to start two games, double game week, two good fixtures. It really doesn't get better than this.
1: So then when when do you plan to use your bench post?
0: I feel like bench boost is the worst chip anyway. Like I think it's a much <laughs> harder chip to to nail properly than a, a, a triple captain. Maybe this is a past experience speaking, or maybe a past bias, right? But triple captains, I've generally found, I've had bad ones and good ones, but I have more good ones than bad ones. Whereas bench boost, I generally find is, by definition, these are the four weakest players in your squad where you're trying to fit in into a game week. It's harder to land, and so therefore my... The thought I'm giving to it is much less than I say, you know, triple captain, I would say. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people suggested Walker 27 and Bench Boost 28, and that seems a fair option. Given that you'd be able to stack Luton and Bournemouth's players who are all fairly cheap, um, you could. The issue is Bournemouth don't play 29, so it depends on how you're approaching 29. Are you going free hit 29, but you could do that. Triple Newton, okay. yeah, Mengi, yeah, Doty, yeah. Adebayo. That's your bench, boost. or you know, Doty, Barkley, Adebayo,
1: Bench, Doty, Barkley, Adebayo. Yeah, yeah. Bench, first 28 and Net- then 29
0: onwards, leave them on your bench forever, kind of thing. Yeah, you've, you've got a couple of other GPs, right? Cliver, Neto, yeah, but Trevenier, Trevenier. Tavernier. Okay, so, I mean, very briefly, right? Bournemouth, the biggest issue with all the midfielders is they're not nailed. Tavernier didn't start this week. Uh, Clivert came off despite scoring. It came off before 60 minutes. Sinistera doesn't start. I think midfield is a bit of an issue for Bournemouth, but maybe by 28 or 27, it gets easier to predict. Uh, They've also yeah. signed a new forward, NS Ronal. Yeah, let's let's not get too... It's, it's a long way away. And I think this is one of the issues, right? You've got to sort of target... Like a lot of people saw Watkins this week before Sheffield United. And that's because they're thinking way too far ahead. Too far. Like, too far ahead, right? Yeah. Too far, man. Focus, you know, eyes on the target kind of thing. Like let, let's deal with this week. Um and I think I think we're done, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: shout yeah, out Richardson much... <laughs> with two goals. Charleston. So proud of Richie him. Richie uh, business. Richie. I read today he's he's been in therapy and he's uh, he says that's what turned it around, man. Respect to him. Mm.
1: And I'm happy. I think like with Madison back, with Sun back, that will only actually improve
0: his point potential. So I'm happy keeping Richie throughout this run. Yeah. I mean, the only real question now is how soon do you get Sun back in? And, mm. if, you know, not just Sun, but if Huang and all these guys coming back, Whistler's back from AFCON and... Yeah, it's definitely gonna. That's the only thing that will put me off playing wildcard this week. It's just that there's a lot of change coming in, and maybe I'll want to hold maybe one, one or two more weeks before I. Maybe twenty six is when I activate or twenty seven, because by then you'll have Salah back and all the other guys are back, and you can really then throw together a team.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. As someone who's already yeah. used my wildcard, I can't comment on this. <laughs>
0: Hey, you're you're well set up, buddy. you got Kunia You don't need anything else.
1: Only if I play him. <laughs> if he's on my bench, then it makes no difference at all. You play Mattis- him. No, yeah, let's go for that. I think a lot of people have stupid none. <laughs> I don't,
0: I, don't I can't relate should to this. Should we keep him? Should we sell him? You should okay. I-, I assume the benchings and the substitutions are quite annoying, sure and and the fact that they don't keep clean sheets so that's a lot of things going against them but if you can bench him this week and play him in 25 i mean of a nice farewell against chef united i'm i'm sure you got bigger problems than Estupinan, right mm. or, or maybe you don't
1: i don't because i wild cut it but i think those who actually you know have not wild it and esteban's part of their starting 11 might be something they have to consider
0: yeah, I think after 25, easy sell. Uh, mm. Fixtures are medium to bad, and the threat of rotation is too high. And once Europe starts again, right, he can play lampty there. Yeah, yeah. Easy, I think easy sell.
1: I think that the the thing that's holding people back is their fixtures, because it looks so good. I mean, they're playing Spurs this week, but after that, Sheffield, Everton, Fulham, Forest. Those are like good fixtures. Are they, are but again, all right. I think it's good. yeah.
0: Are they that good, right? I mean, I think even I sort of... We discussed it briefly. Forest have been better than they were. And I still Mm -hmm. fell into the trap of captaining Solanke. But we knew this already going in. Forest have improved under Nuno. Everton, it's Daesh. So you're not going to expect... I think Brighton, okay. Decent fixture, but not amazing. Fulham, sure. Good fixture, yeah. But definitely after that. yeah. But by 30, you're selling, right? Because nine blanks. And then it's Liverpool, Brentford, Arsenal. I, I don't think this is... He's not a long-term hold.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: And it's way too
1: expensive, I think, for you know the fact that it's not really nailed anymore. Although I don't know what's the story with his benching. Is it just tactical? Is it just? I I, I
0: have no idea. Something's up at Brighton, man. Something's up. It, it, the form's been a bit weird and deserve. Yeah. I think this is the rotation, right? It 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 didn't infect Estupanan initially, but now it is. Uh, the fact that he can trust Lampty and Lampty's back from AFCON, I think that's the other issue. So,
1: yeah. Easy sell. I see a lot of people um,
0: planning to sell Palmer. What's your thoughts on that, Siva? It's tough because Palmer's been amazing for the price and just generally. Yeah, he blanks in 26 and he's almost certainly blanking in 29 and he plays Man City in 25. So that's all of the issues with Palmer. But he's so cheap, like at that price. I I don't know. On a wild card, sure. But on a free transfer, I mean, unless you can afford to go from Palmer to Jota, you know, more power to you if you can, I I don't see who you're selling him for.
1: Yeah. I think
0: even then, you know, if you
1: could go Palmer to Jota or Palmer to Ford, then I don't know if it's worth benching Palmer and, and doing the upgrade somewhere else in the midfield because Palmer is just. By far the best player, the best midfielder under six mil,
0: right? Yeah. And probably up, you know, you, you could go further, right? All the way up to Foden's price. I think, yeah, up to 7.5. You could say Palmer's yeah. the best. Uh, argument to say he's better than Foden, he's on Pens. Foden isn't on Pens. And that's uh, basically like an automatic goal every two weeks for Chelsea. I will say okay. this, right? Call Palmer, don't sell him this week. That I think, you know, we spoke about Watkins last week. You can't start Cole Palmer this week. They're playing Palace. Palace have no Eze, no Gehi, no Elise. That's So no attack and they're, they're best central defenders out. Yeah. So if you start Cole Palmer this week and he scores, that's on you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I would say even in, hard, in tough fixtures, right, I won't discount the fact that Palmer can still score, you know. He's generally kind of still been doing that. You know, he scored against United, he scored against City, he scored against Spurs, he scored against Arsenal. So, even in tough fixtures, I'm not saying Chelsea will win,
0: <laughs> but suit somehow tends to get the points. Pens, man. Pens make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. People don't know. So, at that price, pens, yeah. I mean, yeah, at some point, I'd swell him. Maybe 26, you know, you could go to Huang. I'd, I'd be interested, yeah. A similar oh, price point. Or neto, Or neto, yeah. But hong has got pens, right? So that's that's what we want. Uh, assuming he's holding on to them. But yeah, definitely not this week. I mean, anybody selling Cole Palmer this week? Uh, good luck to you. Uh, he's scoring, I guarantee it. I'll probably sell Bowen this week. I think. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> tough, tough, tough fixtures. Although he plays in twenty nine, and but yeah, no doubles pretty expensive for what you're you're getting. I think, yeah, fair enough to yeah. so.
1: I don't know if it's recency bias just because he blanked for the past three weeks. You know, before that, he was such a good asset to have. But I would argue that if you really want a West Ham attacker, that Kudus is actually a better asset to have right now because he is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Bowen. He really helped us out. I think we both had Bowen for quite long, quite early as well. And, you know, in the first half of the season, he's been amazing. But... I think right now, if you want a West Ham attacker, Kudus is the man to have. He's slightly cheaper than Bowen as well.
0: Yeah, I think the fact that he has no doubles is, makes him a, a reasonable sell. And he's, you know, not on pens. A lot of things are going against Bowen. I think it's a fair... You've got to sell good players now to get other good players. It's, it's just what it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I think that's that's us for this week, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Kind of yeah. straightforward all just preparing yeah. for the double next week, basically.
0: Yeah, 25. And, and
1: What and really I, helps is started. that Liverpool and City have good fixtures this week. So if you want them for the double, you might as well get them this week because, you know, Liverpool's playing Burnley at home. City is playing Everton at home. So two good fixtures for players that you want to have anyway.
0: Yep. And I, I think you don't wait. Like, just like, it's almost like the hit would pay for itself. You're going to take a minus four this week. Anytime this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. As good I'm a fixture not- as you can ask for. Yeah. Okay. 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 So we will be back, game week 25. And I mean, if Salah's back, man, that, that changes everything. So yeah. Uh, we will definitely be back. But in the meantime, All right. get your green arrows, guys, and we'll see you next week.
1: Oh, this is the. Thing.